scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level two. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down. Sunday, bloody Sunday style. Big man on campus from Barstool on sports. Kicking it uh, with us in level two. A breakdown. Tomorrow's Monday night football games. Not one, but two games on uh, top, uh, including the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. An early start uh, for those of you on the West Coast. Two o'clock in the afternoon, five o'clock Eastern time. Early kickoff. And then uh, we've got the Dallas Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. And is it just me? Or do you find it kind of curious that, like, last time we had a doubleheader on Monday night, um, the the game started at, like, 7 o'clock, and then at, like, 8 o'clock after, there was two games on at once. But I don't know. I wonder if Jerry Jones was like, yeah, yeah, whatever you guys do, you're not putting a game on, right, against the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Just yeah, It's funny how that worked out that way, isn't it? Just by chance. Oh, we're going to play this one at 5 o'clock. <laughs> funny how that worked out. Uh, so, yeah, Andy Dalton in. Uh, we'll break down uh, that game. And you know what? I've got some thoughts on that game, actually, in which we're going to throw it all handicapping uh, procedures and everything and just sort of stick with history. All right? Let's not overthink things uh, tomorrow. So we're going to break that down. The World Series is set. It was a freaking epic, an epic game seven, man. Crazy-ass double plays, crazy-ass catches, crazy home runs. Uh, we, man, it was so good. We even had plays at the plate. You know what we had? That was baseball, you know. That you know, for for those of you, for those of you that like only watch American League softball, beer league crap and junk, uh, that what you saw tonight was baseball. Stolen bases, hit and runs, plays at the plate, managerial decisions. Uh, like you, you can slam back a bottle of bourbon and, and manage an American League team. Uh, besides, I tell you what, the Tampa Bay Rays, who play like a National League team. Right, the Rays play small ball. The Rays play a National League style of baseball, and oh yeah, they happen to be in the World Series. I guess defense does win championships, uh, after all, as both teams are great with the mitts uh, in the field. Uh, both teams solid on the hill, but Tampa's got better depth as far as the pitching is concerned. They do, which is called out for what it is. A lot of stuff to chew on here in level two. And some college football as well. Time for the Big Ten to step up and in. Big man on campus, Barstool Sports returns. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Sports Rage late night continues. It's Sunday, bloody Sunday in our chat, our live chat. Shout out to our radio affiliates, including the Mightier 1090, SoCal in the house. Looking for the daily double of the uh, Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Dodgers. And you know, big man, I brought it up um, before the NBA final started. I said, 
we got to check the LA, LA. So how about this? We talk about the cities, right? Tampa, Tampa, LA, LA. Tampa won the Stanley Cup. LA won the NBA title. One of these cities is going to have two championships. One of these uh, cities is going to have two uh, championships. And I'm, you know, this is something we're going to get into after, actually, for Montreal Expo fans out there. The Rays are not going to Montreal anymore after this. This, this, this was they did what the Expos couldn't do and get to a World Series. Like, like, put it this way: if like if the Rays are allowed to have fans next year and they don't, then they're done. But the fact that they're now whatever, if they win the World Series, they're not leaving. They're, they're going to build a stadium. They're going to win. They're going to everything's going to change. They're going to say, "Oh, you can't let these guys go. They won the World Series." Uh, whatever, it'll take them eight years to build a stadium and the team will suck by the time the stadium opens, but that's how sports works. Big man on campus kicking it uh, with us right now. And, you know, I got a poll question on Twitter, big man. It's amazing. It's going, it's so, so evenly split. Uh, we got 151 responses already. We just threw this out here. Um, 51% saying the race, 49% saying the Dodgers. So we'll, we'll get back to the baseball a little bit uh, later on, big man on campus uh, kicking it was. So, uh, big man, as you talked about, as far as the Philadelphia Eagles are concerned, nothing really matters, right? They, they, they're not going to be a wild card team. Uh, you know, as you stated, it's all about the division. It's like a college football team, only worried about their conference, big man. <laughs> and that's the deal right now for the Philadelphia Eagles. Big game tomorrow for the Dallas Cowboys. And you got to, you know, people in Philly got to be pulling for the. Uh, Pulling for the cards. And listen, I think Andy Dalton's good. He can throw the ball around. He can make plays. But at the same point in time, history repeats itself all the time, big man. And initially, I was thinking Dallas, because, you know, everyone just sort of assumes Dallas is you know, going to be terrible or whatever. But now that the game is approaching, I'm starting to think I could just see a higher scoring game. And Andy Dalton plays well, but and then Andy Dalton turns the ball over in the fourth quarter. The interception's gonna happen, bro. Like I'm thinking to myself, you really want to bet on the Cowboys and get into a track meet with Arizona and have like hope that Andy Dalton doesn't turn the ball over at some point in time. What's your take on the game? Yeah, look, until Dallas gives me a reason not to bet their overs, I'm not going to stop betting their overs. I mean, defensively, they're historically bad. I think we might have lost a uh, big man. We'll get him back uh, here. Um, Cowboys Cowboys are now one-point favorites in this game. Been, been, this, this number's been bouncing around a lot. Cowboys are one-point favorites. And it's one of these deals, guys, like for those of you – for though, and for people that are just listening to us or don't know us, and you know, you know, I'm sure someone driving around in their truck right now has no idea what the hell this show is. Uh, but just for the record, like over the years, like Andy Dalton and the Cincinnati Bengals, but pretty much because of Andy Dalton, like I'm not even exaggerating. Like it's hundreds of thousands of dollars, like hundreds of thousands of dollars of lost bets on Andy Dalton, and. I've repeatedly gone back, yeah, but this time they're getting seven points. And this time, yeah, but this time it's different. This time they're going to beat the Steelers. This time that, this time this, this time everything else. And it isn't. You know, like history repeats itself in sports. Like, you know, you don't want to overthink things. And it seems to me that Dalton will play well. He won't suck, but 
the mistake will happen. The mistake will happen. Look, the mistakes happen with Dak Prescott. Like, the Cowboys already are pretty bad and don't know how to win as it is. You know, so it's not as if, though, um, it's not as if, though, like, they're, they're great to begin with. They're flashy. They put a, you know, they have a good offense, but they, as Big Man just stated, and we'll reconnect with Big Man. Normally, we don't have any issues uh, with Big Man's uh, connection, but we just heard him sort of drop out uh, there. Uh, our boy Yang is uh, working on it now. But this this football game, and we'll get to the Bills and the Chiefs, but I look at this game, and I have a hard time trusting Andy Dalton. Like I said, Dalton will play well. It's not going to be like a dud where Andy Dalton, you know, he's not going to play like Jared Goff tonight. Andy Dalton will play well. But can you trust Dallas's defense? We're talking about a defense that's giving up 36 points a game, guys. 36 points a game. All right? Their secondary got shredded by the New York Giants and Daniel Jones. Now, Kyler Murray's not a pro bowler caliber quarterback yet, but... He's pretty good, and he's got a lot of weapons to work with. Like you know, Arizona is a bad matchup for the Dallas Cowboys. Like it, it is. It just seems to me that it's you know the more you, you I break down the game and the more I think about this game, it's a bad matchup for the Cowboys. Cowboys secondary is terrible. They don't get a pass rush. Kyler Murray is impossible to sack as it is. The, the he's little man, but he's he's very elusive. Like. <laughs> He's very elusive. Like, Kyler Murray's slick in the pocket. Like, he's got that. He doesn't take off right away. Like, he's very patient. So, he'll he's deceiving. Because I think a lot of teams think, oh, he's just going to take off all the time. But he doesn't. He's one of those dudes where you know, like, you got yourself a keeper with a quarterback. He glides in the pocket. Like, he'll move around. Like, he'll be like, oh, there's there's trouble here. But he's fast enough that he can wait till it gets close to him. And then he can sort of, ah, screw you. He can sort of just dodge out of the way and slide out of the way. If you'll notice with Kyler Murray, like, he doesn't get hit. It's very, like, it's amazing. You know, he's a smaller dude, so he's perfected the art of it. And he never, you'll never see Kyler Murray get smoked and, like, crushed. Like, he never runs into a bad tackle. Like, he's very, like, he's just so elusive and slick. And he's very good at getting to the sideline. <laughs> like, like he knows, like I said, he just knows how not to get hit. It's a, it's an art. If you're a quarterback, you know what I mean? You're a smaller dude. And if you, especially if you're a running back, too. You know who's good? Like, uh, LaShawn McCoy is good at it. Like, there's certain running backs that, you know what I mean, they've sort of perfected the art of getting hit and not getting hit. But Kyler Murray's a load to deal with, all right? So the Cowboys don't have a great pass rush to begin with. So he's going to have time, and even if, when he get a little pressure, he's going to dance around, and he's more dangerous even when he starts scrambling around because he's buying time, and now he's got a ton of weapons, right? You got Hopkins. You got Fitzgerald. Yeah, Kirk has been playing good. You know, Kirk is good. He just wasn't a number one. So now suddenly that he's a number three, he's, he's, you know, he's putting up big numbers. I, you know, I just don't think, like, I trust Kyler Murray more than Andy Dalton over 60 minutes, and... Another thing, if you want to get into a little bit more, is that, um, you know, let's let's confirm this. I believe Kyler Murray won the, the uh, championship in the stadium before. I think he won he won one of the state championships in, in the stadium. So, like, he, you know, it's like a homecoming, essentially. It's a big, you know, big-time game. It's in Texas. 
uh, you know, don't forget he was at Texas A&M. So um, there's the um, there's there's a lot to this football game that seem to be on Arizona's side of things here. Dallas don't have a home field advantage, all right? Even though there's fans there, and there are fans. There's like 25,000 fans or something. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? We've seen this with the Cowboys. Even when they have 100,000 fans or 98,000, whatever the hell they squeeze in there, it doesn't seem to matter all that much. It's a, it's a, it's a, man, I was ice cold today. But as of right now, I'm leaning with the Arizona Cardinals. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Just can't live without Rage Hall. <laughs> Sports Rage, late night continues. All right, we understand Big Man on Campus is having some uh, some problems uh, with uh, Apple. Shocker. Shocker. Shocking development. Better get the new Apple. Better get that new phone for $799. Um, it's $799, and they don't even give you, a, like, a charger with it. <laughs> The least they could do, like, you, you buy a phone for eight hundred bucks, eight hundred bucks for a phone. You know, and the thing is, I don't even know why people get these phones because they're basically just mini computers. So that's the problem. And listen, big man always has great audio connection, uh, but he's got some charging issues uh, right now. So uh, he's trying to charge up. Uh, he's trying to switch to an iPad or something. Whatever. We'll we'll deal with this as we go. <laughs> All right, um, but. That's the thing, like, you know, like we have some guests on and sometimes they don't sound, you know, the 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 the, the audio quality is not great. And, you know, we asked them like before, after even, you know, what what are you using and stuff? You know, oh, I got the new, I got an iPhone, I got this and that. Problem is, those phones, although they, you know what I mean, you can make yourself look like Mickey Mouse and stuff on TikTok or whatever on these things, but they're not good phones. But if you think about it, Nobody talks on the phone anymore. So it's one of these deals where Apple is like laughing all the way to the to, to the stock market bank vault here because it's not even a phone. They could put like dollar store quality. Like that's what it is. It's like a dollar store quality like phone, like microphone and stuff in there. But nobody notices or complains because nobody's ever on the damn phone. Like if you think it's crazy, like if you think about it, People live with these iPhones, like, attached to their hands, but they don't actually talk into them. Like, who talks on the phone anymore? I guess older people. Everyone texts, right? Or they do the FaceTime stuff. I think, like, who actually, like, dials and talks anymore? Like, old people. Like, younger people don't answer their phone. Everything's text. And I know a lot of people do, like, the video calls and stuff like that on their phone. You know, so it's it's... They're not phones. They're just pieces. They're they're little computers. They're good little computers. And yeah, you know what? You can bet on your phone. Like for me, I just need a phone that I can bet on. <laughs> like that's and 
and, and I do radio interviews, so I know as well. I know which phones are better and worse for, like, audio and stuff. And my phone is good for audio because it's not a fancy phone. It's actually a phone. You know what I mean? If you get a phone, you know, but these, these new things are just mini computers. They're not phones. But, yeah, 799 bucks. I think the, I think Apple has jumped the shark, huh? Like with their phones. Their computers are all right and stuff. But, look, I've never bought an iPhone. I don't know. I'll I'll go up to a couple of hundred bucks, but I'm not dropping I'm not dropping 800 bucks on a phone. Like I don't like I said, if I was there to spend 800 bucks on a phone, it better be like the best sounding phone in the history of the world that I could use it to do shows. But what? Why would you spend 800 bucks on a phone to send text messages to someone? Like I said, so you could put rabbit ears on your girlfriend's uh, face, send her pictures. Oh, look at this. Isn't this cute? I could put graphics on my face. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You can keep your graphics. Keep your Mickey Mouse ears, all right? <laughs> I don't need to look like an Easter bunny. Thanks. Uh, yeah, th- 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 thanks, but uh, I'll pass. As long as I can place a bet on my damn phone, I'm good. That's, as long as I can place a bet. Although today probably would have been better if all technology did not work for me. <laughs> Cousin Sal brought that up the other day. Uh, and uh, Sal said, you know, he goes, last Sunday, I would have been better off if I just would have stayed in bed. He goes, the only game I ever win is the Sunday nighter. He goes, I lose all the games all day on Sunday. He goes, I've been doing well good with a Sunday. He goes, I should just stay in bed. It's one of those deals today. And it's funny because I was stone cold sober. You know, we always say drinking and gambling doesn't mix, but I've actually had a good year this year of drinking and gambling, to be honest. I've made, like, college football picks after, like, you know, two, three bottles of wine, like four times this year, right? And one every time. But I should note, I already kind of know. Like, I'm not coming up with the picks then. I just sort of bet them and locked them in because I know I'm not going to wake up on time. West Coast, man, these games start early. So I got to get those bets in overnight sometimes. But I was all business this week. I was well prepared. You know what I mean? I didn't really do anything different. But it was one of these days today coming into the NFL that I knew I was doomed. I just did. And I don't want to get too cosmic here and stuff, but every year, and I didn't think about it until after, but I realized after, I'm like, man, this is like every year, like at this week, like week six, like week six of the NFL, week seven, there's a disaster waiting. It just is. I've had five, not glorious weeks, but five smooth weeks of betting. Man, I haven't recharged my account once this year in the NFL. Like, I put money in to start the season, never never had to, like, deposit money again. That's how good things were going. So, like, the party's over. We went six weeks. And I'm not I'm not at deposit, like, uh, my units are going to have to be a little smaller tomorrow than what I've been betting over the last, like, six, seven weeks or so. But I'm not tapped out yet. I take it as a challenge. I'm salvaging this. Look, I'm salvaging this. You know what really did me in today was the Packer game, man. There was a few of them that did me in, but the Packer game was the one that, for me personally, I've had a hard time reading the Bucks, man. There's a few teams this year, like I'll tell you right now, I can't bet Chicago Bear games anymore. And shout out to our boy Nick in Chicago who told me, he goes, Marenzi, on Twitter, he sent me a tweet after the game. He goes, I love you, Marenzi, but... Please keep betting against the Bears because they just keep winning every week. And you bet, and he goes, 
the only time <laughs> he goes, the only time you bet on the Bears, they lost. Like I hate this team. I took the Bears to beat the Colts, they lose. I bet against the Bears like almost every other week, they win. Like this team started to piss me off, man. I can't figure the Bears out. Like the the Bears are one team. Always, always, always I'm gonna have problems with. And for some reason this year, Tampa's been a problem for me. I've been a day late and a dollar short with the Tampa Bay Buccaneer games. You know, if I'm on the Bucs, they they struggle. If I bet against the Bucs, then hey, look at look at me. And look at today, too. Today was just frustrating because they were struggling early. And you know what? You know, let's let's bring this up. Because I want to get to this. So much stuff has happened since this stupid little TD celebration. But I don't know how many of you saw. If you didn't see Aaron Rodgers early in the game, Packers were, were looking great early, all right? They kick an early field goal. They move the ball. They settle for a field goal. They get the ball back. They score a touchdown. And it looks like, wow, Packers are rolling. It's, you know, the Packers are rolling today. And when they score the touchdown, Aaron Rodgers does a celebration in which basically he starts, like, humping the air. And then sort of does, like, I don't know, like a fake, like he was pissing on the field or something. And I find it interesting that that uh, Joe Buck, when Randy Moon did a fake moon, Joe Buck said, that's the most disgusting act I've ever seen in my life. He was totally offended, yet had nothing to say today when Aaron Rodgers starts, like, humping, humping things. And everyone at first, I was like, what the hell is Rodgers doing? I was like, what, what are you doing, bro? What, what, kind of, what is this? And it turned out it was a Key and Peel skit. There's a Key and Peel, funny TV show, Key and Peel, from, uh, from years ago. There's a football skit of TDs, of like football celebrations and dances and stuff. They have a funny thing with football names, too. It's a, it's a, they got some good stuff, those guys, funny guys. So evidently Aaron Rodgers is a fan because he, he busted it out today. He busted out the celebration. Yeah, we should note that after that, he never scored another point. <laughs> but let's just, so Rodgers, yeah, that dance was all cute and stuff, but I just should note, you didn't score another point after that, bro, all right? And I tell you what, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they got too, they had too much fun today. <laughs> I'm telling you. Dude, when they scored, Aaron Rodgers did the dance and stuff. His teammates were all laughing it up. Rodgers was all smiles. And you could just see, man, like he dropped back the pass. And it was almost just like it was just so casual. And like it was easy. Like it was just fun and easy. And pick six. Right? And he sort of shook it off and was smiling. And I don't know. They, They weren't. He was like too laid back. It was like, oh, we're good. You know what I mean? Like. He didn't realize, like, Tampa were trying to murder him, and then he caught on when he saw that Sue was trying to get him every play, right? Don't forget, Sue's still a badass that wants to kill you. And then Rodgers got into it with him, and then, you know, Aikman's talking about, oh, you don't want to piss Aaron Rodgers off and stuff. But one thing about Aaron Rodgers, all right, one thing about Aaron Rodgers, and today I lost on the game, frustrating, man. I lost on the over, frustrating, because of the Packers. I mean, come on, Tampa scores 38 points. This game should have went over the number. You know what I'm saying? What are you going to do? It, it didn't because of the Packers just being terrible. But, you know, just like we were terrible today with our picks, like NFL teams. Like, remember on Tuesday night, everyone, like sort of trolls and losers. 
when the team, oh, the Buffalo Bills suck. They, oh, they suck. It's like, no. You know what I mean? The Bills were 4-0, and, you know, they came in confident. They were injured. They got punched in the mouth. Today, you saw Green Bay Packers, same thing. They got punched in the mouth. Nothing worked for the Packers today. Nothing worked. You know, it's just one of those deals where whatever you do, it's not going to work. The same thing with the Rams tonight. You know, it, it's common in the NFL. You see it. It doesn't mean these teams totally suck, but it means, you you know, don't, you got to remember, there's no such thing as a lock in the NFL. Like, every team in the NFL are going to have clunkers. Every team. And it's almost like Pittsburgh's due for one now. You know what I mean? Now, Pittsburgh's due for one. Seattle's due for one. The law of the jungle. Welcome to the jungle that is the National Football League. Portraits late night. We'll get into tomorrow's Buffalo Bill Kansas City game. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Portrait's late night continues. 844-843-6879. Big man on campus. Barstool Sports is down and out. Uh, so we'll hit the pipelines uh, here momentarily. Uh, but um, the air conditioning, of course. Uh, the air conditioning in midtown Manhattan is uh, very, very cold. And uh, Yang's got a very delicate uh, bladder. And uh, it's, his, uh, it's his bathroom break right now. Right on cue. Uh, basically, <laughs> at this time of the night, uh, every night, Yang's got to, like, make a beeline uh, for the bathroom. I used to give him a hard time about it. And then he was uh, really going to start, like, just leaking into a bottle in, in the studio. And uh, we said, yeah, you know, we don't need that. So, yeah, what if you miss, you know? And then I'm going to get complaints because, you know, you're you're taking a leak on the carpet uh, in the studio. So, we'll get to the pipelines. <laughs> we'll get to the pipelines uh, momentarily, all right? And it's a big complex. That's the thing. We'll sympathize uh, with them right now because I swear to God, it's the one thing. I don't know what it is, man, but like for the last like eight years or so, every studio, every place we've been, the bathroom is either like a mile away from like, like I remember one studio we were in, man, like it's like, all right, it's a three minute commercial break. It was like, all right, man. You have to like literally. It was this. It was like this big like warehouse loft place. You'd have to like run down the hallway. It's like literally like you'd have to run. If you didn't run, you weren't making it back on time. Now, like man, I don't know. The commercials are all different and stuff. This is syndicated. Syndicated radio. There's more commercials, so we've got a little bit more time. The TV show is relentless. Like, and we're all hooked up to all kinds of cables and wires and everything. So you can get up. That's the thing. Because, you know, there's time to get up and run to the bathroom. But it's difficult. (laughs) 
when you're on TV and you're hooked up to all these things. You know, you got to pick your spots. Yeah, I, I tell people all the time. People ask me, "What's you know? You're on all the time. You've been doing this. Your voice. You don't lose your voice. You know, man, it must be hard to stay up and like uh, stay up on all the sports. And man, you're up all the time. You're watching all this. And I say, yeah, yeah, whatever. The hardest part is um, it's like being a NASCAR driver. We need a NASCAR suits. Speaking of which, NASCAR continues. So we'll hit that with Merrill. Um, so we got uh, Monday night uh, football. Double header, Kansas City Chiefs. We talked about Arizona and Dallas a little bit. Dallas giving up 36 points a game. Big man on campus brought it up earlier. It's hard not to just keep on betting this. Like, like look, one of these weeks, Dallas are going to have a great defensive uh, performance, and it'll surprise everybody, but I don't know what happens tomorrow. We saw this week in the NFL, an incredibly strange day in the NFL today, all right? Like, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, these guys combined to throw for less than 350 yards. Combined. Combined. I've never seen a day, like, we've been killing it with these quarterback props, right? Over one and a half. And I think I just got a little too lazy today, just thinking that everyone's going to go over one and a half. And listen, one and a half touchdown passes in the modern NFL is easy. It's nothing. And we've been doing really well with this stuff. Like, the good quarterbacks is two and a half, but we find, you know, the ones with one and a half. Like, Matt Stafford, dude, Matt Stafford's like free money over one and a half touchdown passes. The Lions routed the Jags today, yet he threw one touchdown pass. Aaron Rodgers, you know what I mean? Like, you go down the list of quarterbacks today, there was very little production from a lot of a lot of players, a lot of games. Like, it was a weird prop day today. There were a lot of pick sixes and, I don't know, man, but from, you know, short fields. It was a weird stat day today, except for Derrick Henry, who's just, you know, as consistent as it is that it gets dark at night, right? I mean, Derek, Derek Henry's just money. You can set your watch to this guy, as they say. So the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, obviously I'm a big Bills fan. And what was it? When, when we're, uh, when, there was Tuesday night they were on TV. We're on Game Time Decisions on TV. And many, you know, say the, 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 the show at uh, the TV show, Game Time Decisions Radio, it's on many of these same radio stations. So I was I decked myself out in Bills gear, which I don't normally do. You guys see, I don't really wear a lot of team gear anymore. I'm too old for that crap. I, old old people look stupid in jerseys. Uh, you know, some people could pull it off, but whatever. I figured I'd have some fun with it. You know, so I busted out my uh, my old school Jim Kelly jersey. Had the Bills hat on during the show, and and what happened? The Bills got smoked. All right, the Bills got smoked. So here we are again. We got another big TV game. We're going to be starting the show. The football game's going to start an hour before we're on. So the game's already going to be started, but me and Cam will be on for the most of the game and then into the uh, the Cowboys and Cardinals game. So we better hit this now. We're not going to be on before the start of this game. Kansas City Chiefs are five-point favorites right now. The total is 57 and a half. It's a horrible spot. It's a tough. It's a tough time that you're gonna have to have to play the Kansas City Chiefs, isn't it? Yeah, they've got extended rest. They're coming off of a loss against the Raiders. They're gonna be in a bad mood. The Buffalo Bills secondary has been bad this year. They're giving up a ton of yards through the air. The Buffalo Bills get killed and shredded by tight ends, and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have a pretty good one in Travis Kelsey. You know, the Bills are the only team to give up over 400 yards of uh, rece- receiving yards to tight ends. Like we, it's one thing we told you about. 
Like, Jonu Smith scored a touchdown last week uh, for Tennessee. Like, basically take Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown prop. We'll take Travis Kelsey. I'm a Bills fan, but whatever. Um, Kelsey's going to score a touchdown, so I might as well make money on it. <laughs> like, if the Bills, the Bills get killed by tight ends every week, why are they not going to get killed by Travis Kelsey and Mahomes? And I'm telling you right now, my concern is I can't sit here and tell you, oh, you know, the Bills are like a sleeper tomorrow and stuff. They're not. Like, they're in a bad spot. The Chiefs are better than they are. The Chiefs, like, have strengths that are going to be able to exploit the Bills' weaknesses. And my issue with the Bills is why I can't tell you, yeah, yeah, we'll take the Bills plus five right now, is I don't know what's going to happen with Trey White and, and Milano. I don't know. We had the doctor on today, and he didn't know. Like, said, I don't know, they're game-time decisions, and it's a concern. Like, Trey White is literally, you know, like a top-five cornerback. It may be higher. He's that good. He's one of the best players in the NFL. He's one of the best defensive players in the NFL. People just don't know him because he's on the Bills, but Trey White is that good. And without him, man, like, the Bills secondary is bad. Like, they need him. Josh Norman is not Trey White, as we see. And, um, you know, Matt Milano is their best linebacker. And the Bills, like, already only play, like, a weird two-linebacker scheme. And Milano's, like, Milano's their best linebacker in pass coverage. So, it's, like, devastating if they're not there. So, I don't know. That That's the problem here. That I, you know, right now in the overnight hours, it's tough for me to really lock this game in because it really does make a difference. I will tell you, I'm going to be looking at the Buffalo Bills in a teaser. You know, get the Bills up to plus 12 to the over. And that's where we're going to be looking to attack this football game. Some props tomorrow. And the over of the football game. This game, there's going to be points. There's going to be points. The Bills play to the over. The You know, the Bills go over every week, essentially. Um, the Bills are an over team. And Kansas City... Kansas City aren't automatically an over team all the time because their totals are high. And, let, and let's be real, the Chiefs offense hasn't been clicking on all cylinders this year either. Sammy Watkins is going to be out. So Watkins is missing this game. But um, I think the Chiefs and Mahomes are going to get pretty healthy against this Bills defense and secondary, especially if Trey White doesn't play. And even if he does play, they're still going to have success through the air. But conversely... I, I do believe that Josh Allen's going to have a big bounce back uh, situation. Allen was terrible against the Titans. He was, you know, the Bills were in a bad spot and they had a lot of injuries, but Josh Allen was also bad. And, you know, it's funny. Like I said, people turn on him right away, but Aaron Rodgers is bad today. You know, like it's the way it is. That's it's the NFL guys. No one is good 16 weeks in a row. It, they, it just, it's not the way it works. So, I expect the Bills' offense to actually be good. Their their offense is healthier. So the offense will be fine tomorrow. And I think it'll be a case where the Chiefs are going to keep scoring and the Bills are going to have to keep up, and it's going to end up being one of those high-scoring games that the Chiefs probably win. I hate to admit it, but you know, I'm almost thinking like really high-scoring, like 40-33, 35-30, 35-31. You know what I mean? 31 I think I think it's a, like track meet type stuff. I think it opens up and it's a track meet. Let's bring in uh, Big Card Julio right now. As I didn't realize the clock was ticking, I was rambling on about my Buffalo Bill game. Uh, Julio, Chicago, what's up, my man? How about those Bears, Gabe? Uh, next week, if you'd like, wow. on Monday Night Football, let's tease the Bears, and then everyone can walk away happy. Well, 
whatever, dude. Whoever I pick next week uh, in the Bear game, just take the opposite because uh, I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> like, I, I, I read the post game. game show today. Worked the Bears post game show today, and you couldn't tell the Bears are a five and one football team here in Chicago. By the way, the offensive the offense looked uh, a lot of complainers in Chicago over a five and one football team. Uh, just get in the groove, everyone. Let the good times roll, and let's get to the pick, shall we? Uh, before I do that, well, listen, Julio. Wait, one thing about the Bears. One thing about the Bears is, and I get, I see that there's a lot of negativity. People are upset of the play calling and this and that. Uh, it, man, you're five and one. All right. It doesn't exactly. matter yep. how how you do it, what you do it. You get into the playoffs, and anything can happen. Nobody thinks the Bears are a Super Bowl caliber team, but it's it's a funner time to make the playoffs and be part of the party than than it isn't. So I think people in Chicago should just be happy. Realize you're a, you're not a you're not even really a lucky five and one. It's not like they're lucky to win these games. They're just not great. But doesn't matter. They're five and one. So what do you got as far as picks, Julio? Amen to that. Really quick, NFL observations. The Chiefs are terrible. Let's ride the under with the Chiefs in Washington. Uh, I think Byron Leftwich should become an NFL head coach someday down the road. I love his play calling in Tampa Bay. Uh, pick, Stephon Diggs, anytime touchdown, plus 115. Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown, minus 125. Josh Allen at plus 115. And Patrick Mahomes at plus 180, anytime touchdown. Stephon Diggs over five and a half receptions, minus 143. Patrick Mahomes uh, rushing over 27 and a half, plus 105. Leeds United in the EPL, plus 148 tomorrow against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Under two and a half goals, minus 136. West Bromwich, Albion, and Burnley. Kyler Murray, anytime touchdown, plus 130. DeAndre Hopkins, anytime touchdown, plus 110. Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, over one and a half touchdown. Uh, parlay at plus 110. Hopkins at over six and a half receptions. Uh, over 54 and a half Cardinals and Cowboys. And on the alternate line, give me the Cardinals, minus three, plus 140. God bless you. And now people know why we call you Big Card Julio. <laughs> Let me catch my breath. I know it's good stuff. I can't. I can't call you out. I'm massive Carmarenzi. I wish I didn't have so many plays today. I would have lost as much money as I did, Julio. But that's always the danger. <laughs> you know, you push. You push the envelope, and you you dance with the devil every day. Eventually, you're gonna get the pitchfork. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I made the mistake with uh, thinking Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't going to play well tonight. And uh, that bit me in the ass, but it's all good. That's why we've got tomorrow. Yeah, time to move on. Exactly. Enjoy enjoy the games. Win or lose, you just got to enjoy. Life is good if you got money to be betting on sports. Like I always say that, Will. If your biggest problem of the day is you lost a bet on a football game, then, you know, your life is pretty good. Big card, Julio. Always a pleasure, my man. Don't be a stranger. God bless. Take care, everybody. Quickest 120 minutes in sports. A parlay producer, Yang, said he did better than all of us. He hit a three-team parlay today. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci.
quickest 120 minutes of sports winding down. Our poll question, incredibly close. 50.9% to 49.1%. 169 responses. Good job. Uh, we, you know, we, didn't, we didn't really even promote it all that much. You got lost on Twitter with everything else. You just retweet it. We'll, uh, we'll get a bunch of uh, late votes in the final minutes uh, here. The polls, the polls, all about polls and elections right now. So the sports race poll. Dodgers minus 200 series price, 49.1% uh, percent of the 169 uh, responses. Take the, uh, the Dodgers raise 50.9%. That close. That close. World Series starts on uh, Tuesday. We've got Monday, Monday Night Football tomorrow, as I stated. So we're going to be on before the Cowboy game. So I'll be able to nail down all of our picks on game time decisions tomorrow. But as far as the Buffalo Bill game is concerned, the Bills are in a really tough spot. Keep your eye on the Bills injury situation. It does make a difference. Don't think, well, they'll be all right without him and stuff. They weren't all right without Trey White, all right? They're not, and they're going to play one of the best quarterbacks in the league and the best passing attacks in the league. Without your best defensive back, you got a problem. Uh, and oh yeah, without your best linebacker, you got a problem. So keep your eye on the Trey White Milano news. I wish I had more to tell you right now, the late night hours, but they've been pretty tight lipped about it. And no one really knows. You know, it's literally game time decision, they're saying. So that's kind of a problem. I do think there's gonna be points. The Bills are gonna put points up on the board, and Julio had a lot of good props there. Stephon Diggs over five and a half. He's become uh, Allen really hooks up with him a lot. Bills could be playing from behind. Josh Allen, you know, Josh Allen's going to put up numbers if they're playing from behind, in-game passing over, uh, passing yards. But, guys, the total is 57 and a half. Therefore, the book is thinking, we're talking about, like, you know, eight, nine touchdowns in this game, all right? A lot of touchdowns. So, Travis Kelsey, the Bills are the worst team in the NFL against tight ends, all right? They can't stop them. Uh, Travis Kelsey has a big day. Load up on Travis Kelsey props. He'll score a touchdown. Stephon Diggs is uh, um, worthy of a, a touchdown play. So is Josh Allen. So is Tyreek Hill. Like, don't overthink. Other than that, you're on your own. Take you over to Bills and Chiefs later.